0: Alright, so ladies and gentlemen, I gotta just say it. Burt Chrysler's new movie, The Machine, is coming out this weekend. It came out this weekend already. Obviously, if you if you're listening to this podcast, you you probably know it's already out. Uh, and in honor of Burt Kreiser's new movie, The Machine, I'm going to be doing this whole podcast shirtless. So fuck it. Fuck it. Welcome to The Weekend Show with Medium J. Uh, You know, I was watching, you know, the Joe Rogan interview. He was interviewing the greatest comedian known to mankind. Possibly the universe. It's not explored yet, but I I would be comfortable saying that Burt is the greatest comedian in history, right? And I watched him do it. Every single podcast of Joe Rogan fails in comparison (laughs) To fuck, I would go as far as to say even Joe Rogan's entire career is not even close to the first the first few sentences of the the machine story. It's that good. The machine, it's like a fifteen to twenty minute bit, but it's legendary. I watched that and I got I wanted to be a comedian after watching that. It was so good. at... It inspired me. I wanted to rob a train. It was, the machine story is so good. I want to rob a train. That's how good Bert tells that story. It's it, it's a legendary story. You want to join the Russian mafia. I did a whole bit on my podcast up until probably this point right now when I'm breaking character. I was saying that I was in, you know, I was with Putin and shit. I was, you know, I was tied up in the Russian mafia. The whole, you know, this whole podcast up until now was like an ode to the Burt's fantasy. Right? Because this is a hilarious bit. And I'd go, just Burt taking off his shirt makes Joe Rogan, you know, it just puts Joe Rogan down here. Burt's on another level. I'll just be honest with you. And Bert, I know Bert specifically wants to be on Protect Our Parks. I listen, listen, Bert, you don't want to be with those lowlifes. You don't want to be with Mark Norman. And you don't want to be with, you know, the Shane Gillises of the world. You're in another league. You're doing arenas anytime you want, telling the same damn story, buddy. You're telling the same damn story. But let's, like, we got to listen. We got to listen to this. This is a clip that, this is uh, Bert's clip that, you know, just came out. Uh, I guess it's the promo. We got to we got to pull this up. Got to pull it up. Just telling his fans what to do. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Cheesy posts so much shit. That's not it. There's one. Oh, here it is. Hey, listen. I'm talking to you in the theaters right now, okay? You in these theaters. And he's got his shirt off, too. Ride or die, motherfuckers. Do me a favor. You support all of us. All us comics. You support our podcasts. You support our tours. Support us in theaters. Support this movie by telling your friends, going online, spreading word of mouth, you did that with me when this story went viral, you shared it, and that is the reason we're making this fucking movie, I am forever grateful, but do it one more time, do it one more time, tell your friends tomorrow, get out of your house, go to the theater, put it on Instagram, take a picture of yourself, shoot us on Instagram, right now in the theater, and post it, I don't give a fuck how yes. you do it. yes, yes. But bring comedies back in theaters. Bring comedies back, bro. with your favorite podcast hosts making wild. He wants to bring back raunchy material people. What's not to love about with his shirt he's doing this all with his shirt off. You know. I just I love Bert so much. It's this is an ode. this podcast is an ode to Bert. He's a uh, you know I watched some of his comedy specials and like you get to know his family what the fuck? the fuck was that you well you get to know you get to know his family you get to know his 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 daughters you get to know his personal life his little interactions he can make one little like night he can make one night an entire bit and an entire 30 minutes on stage which is very hard to do and and I would I would say he's he's up there with the 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 legendary comedians that also got wild like the uh, you know the the Richard Pryors you know the uh, the uh, who's fuck I'm blanking on the dude's name that does a lot of coke and he so much coke that he messed up his nose um, fuck what is that guy's name fucking. Fat dude, I can't I can't even remember, but fucking shit, no. Lenny Dykstra? No, that's not it. Either way, they all fail in comparison to Bert Kreiser. Now, in all complete honesty, Bert should be on every single Joe Rogan podcast. He should just be in the background, you know, doing ad libs or something. Because... I listened to the most recent podcast with 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 Joe, right, on the protect on the protect our parks shit. I go, this is nothing compared to Bert. This is nothing, and I don't even know if they're getting lit like they were on protect our parks. But Shane at one point points out how Mark Norman, all he does is say the one word like it's Scrabble, right? And I'm like, dude, you know, Bert will at least act like he's fucking, you know. Bert will at least act like he's just you know there in the moment right and Ari Ari all, all he does is ask what's going on with the fucking biggest news scandals like Bud Light oh what's going on with this what's going on with that what's going on in the headlines because he doesn't you he know he's, he's he's a Jew that he's a shut and recluse Jew and, and He's, he's always asking what's going on every Protect Our Parks. He's like, oh, so what's going on with the Greta Thunberg? Who's this girl? What you know? He doesn't know. He's clueless. So it's like it's the worst guess to have. At least Bert will pretend that he knows what what's going on. Bert always just lies. And that's hilarious. And we love him for it. And I don't know why. I don't know. Two bears in one cave, man. I don't know why Tom Segura is allowed to be in the same room. As Bert Like having a little Nut and bolt next to the fucking machine, dude It should be fucking one bear and one grave If that's where Tom Segura should be in, man Leanne, I'll admit it I'll admit it Probably the perfect woman Leanne's probably the perfect woman to marry Another phenomenal call by the machine. He's just sinking buckets. He's just sinking buckets. He's, he's just constantly and from half court. That that dude is. You know what, Bert's a nigga. Bert, you can say it. Free n-word pass, lifetime guaranteed. Bert, you're a nigga, man. You sinking buckets from the three point line, dude. First off, looks. Off the fucking chart for Leanne. Her accent is like Dr. Phil and Aunt Jemima had a baby mashed up into one. I'd say, Devin the dude has a song that's called, you know, it's for my southern girls. He's got a song for southern girls. I just have a thing for southern girls. I just have a thing for them. Right? And then, plus, no disrespect to the machine, but his wife Leanne, probably top-notch box, let's just be honest, Probably. Also, you want a woman who will jump in on your fun while also keeping you reasonable, you know what I mean? Doesn't let you go off the boat, but lets you thrash around in the waters for a bit, you know? And he always talks about, you know, he. this is Bert being so open and honest with his audience, right, and his fans and his diehards, his ride or dies, if he calls them. Uh, She's she's really good at giving head. She's get she's good. She's she's got that fucking glizzy gobble three thousand going on. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just listen. I again, this is all shared from what Bird has. This is, a, this is all what Bird has. But to tie down the machine, you gotta you gotta fucking you gotta suck like one two. You feel me? Now, his daughters. Ooh, his daughters. Everyone loves his daughters, especially Bert. Thanks to them, he constant, constantly and consistently is writing 20 minutes right off of the, his daughters. You know, he's just consistently all day and all night. The, the wacky antics they get into and then their little school that they've been going. And, and you know, I watched the Razzle Dazzle. He did a whole 30 minutes on, on, on his daughter's, you know. Actually, I think his whole thing was his daughter's. And the one thing with his wife, but his wife at the raffle tickets or whatever. But it was uh it's it's hilarious and like his family is like, it's the it's they deserve their own show to be honest. Like a Keeping Up with Bert, but like the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but it's Keeping Up with Bert or the Chrysler's. Keeping Up with the Chrysler's. It fucking actually works to be honest. It's it's still you know still in that realm of the. Well, uh, the K's. It's still in the realm of the K's, I don't know. But uh a lot of people say Bird has a drinking problem. Listen, I know a lot of people. This this is just this, this is throw away the, the laughs and the jokes for a second. I know a lot of people that drink day in and day out. I'm talking round the clock drink I'm talking round the clock drinking. I'm talking Like wake up Beer You know what I mean Go to sleep Beer You know mid Mid wake up Take a piss Take a sip of that It's still You know Still full beer And go back to sleep Drinking Motherfuckers These motherfuckers Drink To forget You know what I mean They drink They drink so much That they Fucking miss out on Life Right They lose their jobs They forget Important shit they ruin their relationships and end up isolating themselves from the real world. Right now, whatever the hell Bert's magically doing, you know his brain and body is working to be working together to become the most successful comedian, podcaster, and father alcohol, alcoholism has ever known. Right now, no matter what you, no matter which way you spin it. No millionaire has amassed their riches by getting drunk and partying all night, unless you're the fucking machine, you know? Just think about it, right? There's, you know, there's alcoholic stepdads that beat their kids, right? There's motherfucking, there's drunks that fucking literally ruin their, their, you could find them all across Main Street. There's drunks. But Bert somehow magically has it has no bottom line. He actually's gotten richer the more fucked up and drunk he's gotten, which is a weird. It kind of puts it into kind of puts you his his friends and stuff into like kind of like I don't know how far he can take this without you know just one day eventually dying. But he's the machine. He drank with Russia. Russian mafias, you know, Russian mafia members. Remember, he he's, he's got some sort of weird propensity for alcohol that puts his brain into a new, a, a switch, a new, a new, a new grind mode, if you will. And I know a lot of you know a lot of people, a lot of people are amazed. Some people hate him, you know. I mean, which I don't get. Some people hate Bert. I don't understand how could you hate a guy that literally just has fun and he does say some off-color shit he does go you know a little bit overboard maybe he shares a little too much with his family Uh, but that's like if that's the worst thing a person can have is that they share a little bit too much they get a little too excited like a little dog pissing the fucking carpet when you get home that you know I mean he's just so happy He's just so happy to share the things with you. That you know, he just wets himself a little bit. It's just I don't I honestly don't know why. So many people. I mean I don't know how many people, you know, this a lot it's a love or hate thing. There's not really a there's not really someone kind of feeling indifferent like except my buddy George, which is weird. My buddy George is an alcoholic just like him, and he has kind of the same shaped stomach as him, too. And the weirdest thing is like, yeah, he's like, I... You know, his comedy was okay, but I wish he just put on his shirt. I'm like, dude, that's his thing, though. (laughs) Like, what a a waste to, like... Well, like, here's the point, here's, you know... Here's the point, here's my buddy's head, and it just went right over his... Went right over his head. I honestly don't know how fucking Bird does this. I'm sweating bullets with no shirt. I am sweating bullets. Like, I... But I also feel more open. I feel like I'm, this is another level that I've unlocked with my fans. This is awesome. I should. I'm gonna do this podcast more often. Now, in complete honesty, I haven't watched the movie The Machine. Uh, I have. Uh, I've had this, you know, diff- I've had this little difficult thing where my fucking I couldn't uh, couldn't find a I couldn't find a a, a place an auto packed agency open. So I was I wasn't able to get my insurance renewed, so I couldn't go hop in my car. And dude, since the pandemic, all the movie theaters next to my house closed down. All the ghetto ones, the ones that were like, kind of already looking to like, shut down to begin with, they all kind of shut down. And then, the the worst part is like in in downtown like downtown if you live in the hood. They shut down fucking auto pack agencies like fucking like it's uh like it's fucking those convenience stores they like fucking rope them up or like sh- uh fucking chain them up bar them up and they're like yeah we're not open until you know weekdays and the weekdays are like most places are open from eight till you know five you know eight till six reasonable time these ones are like nine to like three thirty you got like a very small window so i missed that window and i I really wanted to watch that movie, man. It would have gave me something to talk about on this podcast. Well, what I don't know. Well, well, I mean, I could only imagine. You know what? Fuck it. Let's watch the uh, let's watch the trailer. I'm just gonna go throw on the trailer. Fuck it. I'm gonna throw on the trailer. Uh, That's we'll talk about the trailer. Oh this is an ad. We don't wanna we don't we don't wanna we don't wanna throw out the ad. It's gotta fill in it's a 30 second ad. Oh no wait, it's ten seconds now. Oh oh it's just done. There we go ahead and go ahead and put that up there. It's, it's, you're not going to be able to see it. Just type Seven years ago. Just type it. One in. incredible story blew up the internet. When I was 22, I got involved with in the Russian mafia. I was a frat boy on a class trip. This is Igor. He's here for your protection. He's very dangerous. You are not to talk to or hang out with him. All I want to do is hang out. I just gotta say right off the bat, it's genius. It's you know we're only a minute in. It's fucking captivating right now. I just want to I want to stop doing the podcast and I just want to find out if I could fucking pirate this motherfucker's video just because I can't I can't get to the movie theaters. I might actually I might uh, what time is it? I might actually take a bus down to see the late night viewing. The movie looks—it looks incredible. It looks cool. The fucking guy, the young Bert, looks awesome. It looks like almost like a, almost looks like a Chris Pratt. They got a Chris Pratt lookalike, man. This is genius, man. And very, very big fan of Russia too. Very big fan. But the machine, man. The party's outside. Twenty-three years ago, you stole the only thing my father ever cared about. All right. This is some sort of TikTok prank. I'm about to lose my shit. It's definitely a prank. Clearly that's a fake gun. Uh, uh, you're coming with me back to Russia. Russia? Oh, yeah. it's like uh, 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 he's... he's uh, uh, you like on speed. I'm on speed. Uh, uh, more, drugs. more drugs. More drugs. See, listen. All right. I'm going to be real with you guys. That... Right there, funny. Top, top-notch comedy. Bar none. Let's keep it going. Why do you sound like you're on drugs? I am on drugs. That shirt those S. O. B. You gotta take off the shirt. Right now, it's like in the John Wick fighting. It's great. It's great. This is... off right off the bat he tries to do a Chinese getup falls hilarious classic bird classic bird buddy it's an, this I have to say probably even just what I'm ne- even though I just watched the trailer I'd put that movie up there with uh, Forrest Gump right a nom nomination you know what I mean winning multiple awards probably avatar one and two combined better than it's well I guess it's in the same realm I'd put it up there with you know uh, and and John and it has John Wick vibes too it's just a little bit of sprinkled in John Wick vibes instant classic instant classic now let's let's go ahead and look at the reviews (laughs) let's go ahead and look at the reviews Oh, he had Mark Hamill in that motherfucker? That was Mark Hamill as the guy talking to him? Dude. Mark Hamill. Dude from Star Wars. Okay. Bert. Okay, we'll go. The Machine. We gotta look it up. The Machine 2000 film review. The Machine. It's, it's, it's one of those, I bet like a lot of people are gonna, like the critics are gonna hate it, but the fucking audience will love it. The Machine movie review oh 4.4 4 stars but on Rotten Tomatoes at 29% <laughs> yeah that's that's because of the fucking like we go Rotten Tomatoes that's because it's got to be the critics right see all right it's one of those yeah one of those it's rated R fucking an hour and 52 minutes action comedy action now 27% on on the critics Audience ninety one percent, so like clearly, at, at at a certain point, man. Now, we gotta just admit: do the critics know what they're talking about? Because the critics literally have a checklist in the, in the movie. This is a little bit of a little bit of, uh, I guess, movie for the movie buffs out there. They, they the the critics now have a thing where they have. They have a checklist of, like, who... Like, if there's a film of diversity... It, it all ranks into their cri- critique of the system. Which kind of fucking blows, to be honest. Because no movie could just be a movie. It has to be, like... It has to have several uh, uh, plots about, you know... The, the, the coming of age of a trans... Uh, transgender person. It has to have the has to have like three like a mexican a, a, you know a black person and an asian has to have like the has to have all of that stuff that you got to wedge in there in a movie and when you do it most people go well it's a clearly obvious that they just wrote a character like to teach the dude karate the guy didn't need to know karate they just got an asian dude to teach him karate or something and even then it would be like probably stereotypical so probably throw him down but like it's just nowadays the critics have this weird checklist and it's the woke prop whatever the woke agenda whatever the woke train is going down it just it feels like it's just pointless right and uh definitely Burt's definitely Bird definitely does not fit into the mold of the woke propaganda it's okay listen, 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 listen. it's one of the most captivating movies i guess it's the most it's like it's basically russian propaganda because <laughs> it ma- makes you fall in love with with russians right well i mean makes they, they're the badass i guess they're the they're still the villains in them in the movie i wish he did the whole thing of just the, the story the movie as a story i hope Hope there is like the beginning stages of what he did, or like flashbacks of, of like the actual story of him going to Russia and, and just robbing the train. Cause that in and of itself of like robbing a train in Russia is fucking genius. Like it's a genius story. Like it's based on a true story, as true as it it was. A lot of people, a lot of people lay claim to like say that it's it's a fake made up story. I believe it. I believe Bert. Hell, Bert could literally go, I'm your dad. I'll believe it. Bert, you're my dad. You know what? Fuck it. I'm the little machine. I'm the little machine, bro. (laughs) Changing my name, bro. Little machine. Is any medium J no more? It's the little machine. You know what I mean? You know, it's the... And the shirt. The taking off the... I could do this all day, bro. This is actually... It's so comfortable. It's it's i'd have to say it puts me on a level of comfortability after i got this like the the after the 5 to 15 you know 5 to 10 minute mark of like sweating i got all the sweat dripping down it's it's fucking awesome right now i'm in the glory period of the no shirt Snow no shirt. this no shirt, gang. And I used to, when I was younger, you know, you play like in the hood, you play basketball, you play shirts versus skins and shit. I was always so scared to, because t- I was kind of a fatter kid growing up. There was times when I was skinny, but uh, most of the times, a little <laughs> much like Bobby Kelly, go through different stages of fat and and skinny. I'm slowly l- slimming down, and this right now it gets me in the mode to want to work out. Gets me in the mode to be a part of something I want to be a part of something bigger other than just eating the cake I want to be a, bit, a part of something bigger than just drinking my life away even though Bert drinks a lot and his his lifestyle induces the, the party aspect of you know his persona his persona I feel as though I could be like a party guy without drinking because I, I I'm about a week sober, haven't smoked weed, I even quit cigarettes, started eating healthy, and I'm gonna get cut, I think, well, I mean, I everything leads to, if I'm working out two to three, you know, no, no, not two to three, if I'm working, like, about three to five times a week, working out, eating healthy, there there should be no reason why I'm not fucking getting cut, I mean, I should, I should be cut already. It's been a week. Should It's been a week. I should be fucking... Hold on, hold on. Let me do that. I'm going to do the tit thing. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. You know what? Flip over to the... Flip over to the fucking... Yeah. Flip over to the YouTube fucking page. Flip, flip over to the video right now and watch me fucking jiggle my chest like Terry Crews or The Rock, bro. Fuck yeah. That's a sub, bro. I'm going to get caught. I'm gonna get cut. I lost already 10 pounds. I'm going, I'm going down to 200 flat. I was like 240, and it was fucking, it was Gucci Man level pregnant, you know, before he went to jail. All right, I'm gonna get cut like Gucci Man after he came out of jail, dude. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, and it's all thanks to Bert It's all thanks to Bert Kreischer and his and his new movie coming out, and his it it's just. Actually, you know, and in complete honesty, complete honest, I'm back on Instagram, I'm back on Twitter, I'm back on Facebook. For all the people that missed me, I'm back. And it's because of Bert. It's because of Bert. Because I heard him on the podcast with Joe Rogan saying, like, you know, we got, you guys got, you know, he's calling out all his fans. And I was a fan. And I was, and throughout the month of me quitting, to be, and, and, Side note that in the month of me quitting, it was an entire like you get with uh, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all that. I'm gonna let probably TikTok go because I, I know the the ramifications of of the Chinese spyware. So I'll probably let that one be just deleted. There's kind of a, a couple of funny things on on the podcast on the, not the podcast on the TikToks. Kind of funny. But I also don't support uh, Ru- uh, Chinese spyware or Russia spyware though G- Keep it coming. You know, what I mean open invite to all the troll farmers farming me open invite everybody just, just Everybody in Russia. Just go ahead and hack me actually there was you know, and I'm side noting the side note now there was uh, an email that I got about two months ago stating and I was, I don't know why I was going to, sh- this was one of the reasons why I quit. I'm like, I'm, I share too much shit. Like, I'm like, I'm going to share like some Russian, it's like sh- fucking Russian hacker trying to hack into my account. They're like, Moscow, Russia, tried to access your account. Is this you? And I was like, no. And I'm like, yo, people trying to hack me all day. Like, I'm, like, it's like a thing. I don't know why. So I think if I just tone it down a little bit with the sharing and, uh, the coolest thing is, man, like, I had a feeling, I'm like, I'll just cop back on and see if I still have a uh, chance to access my accounts, right? Because I didn't know. It's been a month. I don't have the, the timing down perfectly. I can't count. I you know what I mean. I just had a feeling like, ah, today is probably the day I should probably get back on. If not, it'll be gone forever, right? All my posts and all my shit, all my... All everything that I've built up on on the social media, social branding, online presence, up until you know about a month ago, has been it'll be it'll disappear, right? And it was literally to the day. It was April twenty eighth, and then May twenty eighth, which is wild. It was a wild, it was wild that I got it. Like yo, you are you sure you want to get back in here? just gonna be deleted today like today at end of the day so it probably would have been maybe exactly the time of when i did it which was i think about seven o'clock i i came in at about i want to say five o'clock so i had like two hours to spare so uh it's you know it's it's gr- gr- great way of like just in the, it's just in the nick of time right That's just by this you know, made it by the skin of my teeth or whatever the fuck that saying is, right? But I'm back on social media, right? And uh, I have to say, like, this podcast is dedicated to just watching Burt Chrysler's Bert movie because he got me back on IG. You know what I mean? Because I literally was like, you know what? Because there's there's a lot of people that do IG their way. They're this, they're you know singers, rappers, dancers. They do their thing on IG, and they don't really have fun with it. Now there's a few select people that have fun with their IG. But for the most part, most people stay in their lane and they do their own thing. I like fucking around on IG. I like being a, a man of multiple things and just joking, having jokes and posting jokes and laughing at weird shit. You know, seeing some random hobo and, and uh, then just, you know, I mean, maybe he's passed out and adding adding on some music to it and saying like, "I fell asleep in that pussy," you know, what I mean, or some some shit like that whatever it is i'm getting kind of off topic but with bert there's so many times where he just takes off his shirt and he doesn't have the body of like a guy that should be taking off his shirt which makes me go like listen man if bert can do it why the fuck why the fuck am i holding back why the fuck am i not doing What I, you know what I mean? Why am I not fucking taking that shirtless photo? Why the fuck am I not getting up on stage? You know, taking, well, I mean, taking, taking off the shirt. It's just, it's basically his thing. But I mean, in other scenarios, why am I not, you know, taking a chance and asking that girl out? You know what I mean? Talking to that one chick. You know what I mean? Breaking in. Breaking in the industry and and meeting the right people. Everything in my life comes together when I watch Bert just take off his shirt. My life can be summed up as a man that was, I was lost. I'll tell, I was lost. I I was roaming through earth with blinders on. I was blind, blind to the fact that I no longer felt happiness. I was, I I thought happiness was illusion. I thought love was an illusion. I thought, I thought my, my greatest problems, well, no, sorry, my greatest accomplishments were also just like one step away from problems right i felt like no matter what happened there'd always be some bullshit to, that drags along with it i thought oh you know even if i do get successful in this music game or the podcast game or the fucking gaming game you know it's just more work you know what i mean i always thought like with like biggie mo pro mo money more problems right But all that changes when I watch Bert take off his shirt. Because I go, there's a guy who has not a single care in the world. You know what I mean? To be that size of a guy, right? That weirdly shaped gut, it's not, it's not p- appealing. And I think it gotten bigger in the movie. Looks like it did. To have a weirdly shaped gut. Like, I I mean, I was always, you know, got a little bit of hair on my fucking stomach. I got a hairy gut. Got kind of bitch tits. You know, they're jiggly. But when I look at fucking Bert and I go, dude, look at that guy. Take off his shirt with pride and just stand there and smile to a fucking standing ovation. For fucking it's it's at least three minutes of, of, of just solid clapping for his stomach it gives me hope it gives me it gives me it gives me a hope in my life like like there's some something that ignites in my imagination and in, in some weird thing in the back of my mind i find tranquility and peace looking at this motherfucker's stomach bro looking at this dude's stomach i feel fucking free i feel invigorating like a woman that just had an orgasm i suddenly believe in love and shit. you know what i mean i suddenly believe i can achieve i feel like i'm worthy like fucking, I can pick up Thor's hammer and shit. That's what I get when I look at Burt. Chrysler's sh- shirtless. <laughs> oh, his wife gonna hate me for this one. But I wanna see that. Guy. I wa- if he had an OnlyFans, I'd subscribe. If he had, if he had, if he was on porno, and he was smashing his wife, I would probably you know tape up the his wife's side and i'll just watch this guy pump away because i want to see how it is i want to see he's he's he famously talks about how he's a guy that's like a two-pump chump you know what i mean but hey listen you get in there and get out there you got shit to do you got more stories to tell well one story to tell to multiple fucking stadiums buddy you gotta be out there my g you gotta you and and so many people go like oh yeah Comes quick, or you know what I mean? He's he's a, a minute man, or this and that. Listen, people, it's in nature designed to come the fastest. The fastest comer You can't be sitting there fucking a girl for three hours. You, in nature, predator predators would get you. You know what I mean? So it's it's evolutionarily designed to come quick. You're actually. Actually, to design to come so quick, you can't even really notice it. She doesn't even really notice it. Then you get off, and yeah, then you do the dash, do the dash. Like, did you did you come already? I thought you were just thought something wrong. Yeah, I just came, baby, and I'm out the door too. I came and left as I came as soon as I left, baby. Peace. (laughs) And that's the golden ticket. Bert has it, and like Willy Wonka. You know, like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory with Willy Wonka. He's holding the. I wish I had a ticket to his show, though. His his, uh, his movie. I probably, you know, I'll probably next weekend. I'll probably go down and check it out. I wish I could support him in the opening, you know, opening weekend box sale tickets. But he's doing good. You know what I mean? It says about forty-eight million. SC box office. Movie box. I'll 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 search a movie box office. Movie box office. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the latest details. Hey, what the hell? Okay, so it's the first one's Little Mermaid. You know what I mean? And Little Mermaid was the uh, was the first. Fast X. Never even heard that coming out. Guardians of the Little Galaxy 3. Good movie. It is a good movie. Super Mario Bros. is fourth. Good. About My Father. Okay, okay, okay. Never heard of that. But The Machine is Sixth. Okay, The Machine is Sixth. And it says it's daily raking in. Jesus Christ, $915,000, dude. Daily. Jeez. Jeez, man. <sighs> fuck, man. But the Little Mermaid's raking in $22 million a year. Or daily, sorry. I, fuck off. Little Mermaid's making $22 million a, a fucking day? That is fucking wild, man. Fuck, I gotta get into the movie game, dude. Like, what? How the fuck, how the fuck is Little Mer, and Little Mermaid, too, like, I don't know, I heard a lot of people, like, boycotting it because of, <laughs> of a lot of racists. <laughs> a lot of ra- fucking mermaid can't be black. I don't know, it's stupid. I thought I was stupid. Yeah, like, because she, and people go, she's an ugly, like, people were saying she's ugly, and so, I'm like, dude, that's a that's a pretty girl, pretty light little light-skinned girl, right? She looks like the mermaid. She actually did look like a mermaid. Because <laughs> her eyes are so far apart, <laughs> She looked like she was a fish, right? I don't have... I don't have... Not sipping anything. But, to get back onto the Burt Chrysler story, the machine. Go out there and support your boy. If you're a fan of... If you're clicking on this video because you see that it's, it's the weekend show, but it's the Burt edition... You could, you know, you could get into it, get into it, and support your friend. Watch, you know, or support your 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 idol or whatever, your your, your favorite comedian, if you will, your favorite husband, your favorite all night drinker, favorite father, podcaster, whatever it is. He's fucking. Again, I gotta go back onto it. Joe Rogan's. But when he has Bert on it, it's you gotta let Bert do it. The one thing that I loved about Bert, and what I do love consistently about this guy, is that he doesn't—he gives no fucks. There's a no. There's a no fuck given attitude that he walks around with. Not just taking off the shirt, not just fucking spewing out fucking. crazily confidential shit to his... Like, in a Joey Diaz-esque level, he spews out shit about his family. And I don't even think Joey Diaz would... Joey Diaz would say, like, listen, man, I can't talk about my wife or my daughter like this. But Burke's like, hold my beer. You know, you want to hear some shit about Isla? Or whatever, you know? Georgia? And And he goes... For the throat with with his own family day in and day out it's wild i feel like sometimes you know the audience and and me included when i'm listening to whatever he's talking about they feel like we i know more about my birds kids than my own and, and specifically on my kids because oh, baby mama don't talk let me don't even talk to me i can't even i can't even figure out my own kid right and it's sad you know it sucks. But I'm sure most people most people are in that zone working nine to five. You know what I mean? They're not at home, you know, babysitting their kids or whatnot. Most men. But with Bert, you know, he's fucking he gives he gives exactly he does sparingly doesn't spare any details. And you get to know him. And it's not just that that puts him in the don't give up. it's the fact that he challenges joe rogan the one guy that kind of set his career ablaze right you know the whole joe rogan family kind of thing everyone always pays homage to the boss is joe rogan but every now and then there's one guy that bites the hand that feeds him and it's fucking bird he goes listen joey i'll be able to fucking arm wrestle you he'll say shit like i'll be able to fuck you. Beat you in a push-up contest. Joe Rogan. I don't even know if his black belt's real. He'll just say shit like that. And it's funny. It's it's exactly what... And I think he said this one time with uh, Tom Segura. You know what I mean? On the on the Two Bears, One Cave podcast. He said, uh, you know, I, I would... Lo- I would be... I would... Fuck. I'm messing it up. He said some shit about how he was like... You know, when... I see, like, people that I'm a fan of and their friends all get together. I always love the guy that challenges the big guy or, like, talks shit to the big guy. So I'm, I'm going to keep doing that because it's like, yeah, like, you you want your fans to be in on it and have, like, some of the shit that they they would say with their buddies, right? Like, obviously, behind closed doors, he's fucking he's fucking blowing joe right but on the podcast or on here and that it's it's fun to just talk like i think at one point he said he called joe rogan gay (laughs) like he's a closeted homosexual it's hilarious it's hilarious it's funny it's captivating. yes p and to be honest because like it i think it takes joe rogan and it takes his ego down Without the need for the marijuana or psychedelics That he always fucking He always tells His podcast Listeners that he The ego death is a thing But you don't need an ego death when you You got the machine right next to you daddy You know what I'm saying You gotta fucking You gotta You gotta You gotta let it You gotta let that motherfucker go Like the Energizer Bunny Let that motherfucker Binge And uh a lot of people think, a lot of people think that Burt is, you know, it's a hazard to that. It's a, it's a hazard to drinking and he's, uh, his, his body might not be able to keep up with it the older he gets. But I got to key in some point. I, my, I know several old people that do nothing but drink. Right, These guys is you know Todd drinks day in and day out the guy that I Previously have on my podcast he drinks non-stop probably fucking four, f- Minimum four beers a night Maximum 15 <laughs> 15 to 18 maybe even 20 and, or a whole bottle of fucking liquor, right? George and he's 48 or 40 you know, he's 49, right? Uh, George is 53, 52? 52, 52, 53, or maybe even... He might be 56. But honestly, he looks like he's 60 and Todd looks like he's 50. But it was neither here nor there. But it's drinking, obviously. Yeah. So I guess it is a here thing. He George drinks... He says about two three King cans a day around there. But when they're with, well, when they're with me and it's... <laughs> His drinks are on me. And we're drinking that whole bottle that night. Uh, unless someone passes out. You know what I mean? But, fucking, then we also know this guy, Doug. And, uh, you know, Doug Barker. Uh, fuck, he drinks like fucking 15 a day. And he's 68, which is fucking. So if you do the math, uh, like an answer. A, a steady, like a steady drinker's diet, without getting out. Cause Doug is fucking. He's got sciatic nerves and shit, so he can't. He's like a recluse almost. Like he can't move outside of his his apartment without like it being a thing where he has to get his walker and stuff. So Bert's still active. And let's look. Go search up again how how old Bert is. Okay, Bert. Bert's age. Bert's age has never been defined. Oh no, that's Bert from Sesame Street. That's not Bert. How do you spell his name? Chrysler comedian. Age. Oh, see, he's fifty, and he looks—he looks good for fifty. Let's be honest. He looks real good for 50. But he's active. That's the thing. I think you can get high. Dude, there's I know functioning methods to be honest, and they they just they fucking walk. My they walk miles to get their fix. I know dudes that hit that fucking I know dudes that hit that fucking glass pipe bro that glass dick and they dance for fucking hours I don't really know them I just see them I visually see them in my city and I drive away right I'm driving away I just see them and I walk away I get into the store I say I don't have any change for you buddy but keep up dancing and he goes and he's just dancing there's no music <laughs> this motherfucker's is just dancing for the, the night away in his mind, I don't know what's going on, but, uh, healthy as a motherfucker. Somehow, always fucking, you know, <laughs> somehow fucking, he looks, looks the best in, he, he's in shape, right? He's in shape, these motherfuckers dancing on the corner for their meth. <sighs> and Bert, you know, Bert is, uh... <laughs> He's the fucking machine. 50 years old. Still drinking still putting anybody under the table and drinking. Gotta say it, man. I gotta say that this guy He's the he's my motive. Like, to be honest, like David Goggins doesn't do shit for me. You know what I mean? Those motherfucking The Rock videos, The Rock had me motivated I'd say for about 30 days The rock The rock clock And get up, get out, and get active But Bert, it puts me in a different mind state of motivation It puts me in the You can do it Like the average person can do it Like, you know what I mean? You can get out there and and fuck shit up And you can party Hey, fuck it My mom used to always say, man Jeff, when I was younger Don't burn the candle at both ends don't be burning the candle at both ends but I remember do, burning the candle up and it was fun and and Bert always has I burned the candle at both ends and look where it got me you know what I mean look where it got him right you're there's the saying that it, hey, you know work hard play hard you know work hard party hard work hard and and, and drink hard you know what I mean there and you know, breaking my seven days sobriety I might take a drink I might just go drink with the drink with the boys because why not fuck it this is a celebration for Bert, and I want to also state I want to also put out there since I'm back on Instagram I got a couple songs coming out there's two songs it's like a song and then the remix to the song kind of thing It's like a one part and two part. You know, you're getting a saga. Because, like, I liked, uh, and we'll we'll side note, Bird, for a little bit. I like this movie, or it's not really a movie. It's the TV show uh, Alice in Borderlands, right? I like this show so much. I like the character Naragi in this show so much. I just liked, when I seen him, I immediately, like, fell in love. I was like, this like is attractive little Japanese dude. Well, scrawny, tall dude that was bullied. You know, the story is fucking captivating with this guy. He is bullied uh, his whole life growing up. You know, and the 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 fucking in the Japanese in the Japanese schools, they did some foul shit. Like they would make they'd piss in his rice and make him eat it and shit, and have him stand there and while they're target practice for batting like balls at his fucking head or something it was just very crude shit and then he grew up in the uh alice and borderlands thing and i won't really spoil what what goes on or anything like that but uh uh he becomes some sick twisted motherfucker and uh it's obvious like right like it's like those who hurt people have been or those who hurt no those who are hurt, hurt people. Or no, hurt people, hurt people. It's uh, It's such a good thing, because like, while he's doing evil shit throughout the saga, throughout the fucking series, I always, will, I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, well, he's doing that because he's abandoned. He's abandoned. He's abandoned from his... Even while he became that guy, he became abandoned. Like No one really took him seriously. And uh, he's just an abandoned, right? And the 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 perfect quote is like, "I don't know if I was twisted because everyone hated me, or if everyone hated me because I was twisted." Wait, I don't know if I said that right. I don't know if I was twisted because everyone hated. Me. I don't know if everyone hated me because I was twisted, or if I became twisted because everyone hated me. That fucking line is so fucking like it's like yeah yeah dude like what's what's what came first the chicken or the egg and what came first my sadistic fucking psychopathic shit or the fact that like everyone abandoned me at a young age and i was bullied day in and day out so i got a song <laughs> i got a song where i just kind of invoke that character it's not really gonna be like the songs that i normally do where i'm Like I pretend to be Joe Rogan or Elon Musk or fucking John Krasinski and I get into the mode it's more of like a freestyle kind of thing I think the beat kind of sounds like melodic, reminds me of like a Japanese kind of fucking vibe to it and I'm working with this new producer right this new producer Paul Uh, so right now yeah as as of today I got three producers that I know on a good level that I work with that are you know three producers and then a couple producers that these two producers that I always know where to go for because they got fucking bangers then I got a couple producers that I fucking hate and I fucking I hate the fact that they're just not people of their word you know what I mean so yeah I'll put the link in the description actually you know what I'll put it on my link tree in this video's description, you can check out the fucking, you can check out the, neuro, or actually, well, right now, as of now, uh, if, you, if you're if you listening to this podcast as early as, as it is released, you'll be able to pre-save it, eventually, in about a day or two. You'll be able to pre-save it, and then I probably around May 31st, the songs will actually come out. But you can get that landing page you can hear a preview of it see if you're rocking with it see if you want to really click that little save button and it does help does help put it into the algorithm and you know more people could see me and I'm, I'm i'm back i you know i took a little bit of a break took a little bit of a, a, a retirement because i wanted to see how it felt and uh, fuck it i'll we'll talk about that my my retirement it was nice man and that I understand why rich people are successful because the time that you you can have to like execute things without doing it like without a job without consistently being tired and, and being forced into being forced your hand into labor or just even if you're at a computer all day it's fucking so time-consuming like if given the opportunity I would take, right now, like, I would take a fucking, to be my full-time, I would take a, a pay cut, but at this time, I can't, really. I think my goal would be to, I'm going to stack up bread right now. In the next two years, I'm going to probably, most likely, well, yeah, commit suicide if I keep doing, if I keep doing this kind of job, because fucking the trucking industry is fucking heinous hours, man. It's heinous hours. It's like, can you work? Like my boss literally told me today, or no, sorry, on Friday when I got back after working five days, all about like, I just came back from a three-day fucking excursion up north, came back, and he said, "Do you want to? Can you come back? You know, you could, you could, you're able to take a shower and stuff, and then take a load out again for the next two days." I'm like, Jesus fuck after working the 5 days you want oh, I would have just turned into 7 days and I'm like no no I can't I can't And understandable no sorry to bother you and I'm like jeez but what like if I did say that like I just I don't understand how yeah the money's nice the money's actually really nice it's nice to have a lot of money and not not really worry about it But it's also like, dude, I wish I had some sort of time. Like, the podcast is clearly gonna suffer. The music, I wish I could fucking get to the studio more often. But that's life, right? You just gotta work, work, work. But in the next two years, I'm gonna work my ass off. Hopefully then I'll be able to buy a house in around the third year, keep working another two years, buy a, not not a house, sorry, a condo. Then buy a fucking another condo. And just keep going to that condo. You know what I mean? Buy a, like a buy like a an okay condo for now. Then the next condo, buy a dope ass condo, right? Because this is the type of job. Like with Coca Cola, I didn't have nearly enough money to make to make ends meet. Even though I was making good money, it was limited in that in that regard. This job, uh, since I'm doing a lot of the overnights and shit, and highway driving, it's fucking like, yeah, I could make I could make some money and save some money and put in, get a quick enough payment for a down in the next two years I would be able to probably make a good solid down payment on a mortgage, pay that, live in the house live in a place that I fucking own, not have to pay rent, save money that way then make a Another down payment on another fucking condo. Uh, get someone to rent in the previous place that I was, that I own. Then just fucking be like a tur, or be like a what is it, a lobster or a crab, that keeps changing shells. I think it's a, I think it's a crab. Keep changing shells to bigger, better ass shells, right? Get a nice fucking. And then by the time I, I end this. Hopefully when I can retire Which would be 47 my goal is still to retire at a ridiculously early age 47's fucking not bad 29 right now Got about uh, What is it 13 years no, no 47? I'm 29. Why can't I do the math on this? It's uh, tw- fucking uh, nine, Six No, no, eight. Eighteen years. Yeah, in eighteen years. So, the next two years, buy my first condo, live in whatever. Then, buy another dope-ass condo. Probably buy a third condo around year eight. Then, fucking, once I have that, at any point, I could retire, but I could keep stacking money just because. That would be the goal, ultimately. But also, it would be nice to just go on stage and just take off my shirt like Burt. (laughs) Ha ha ha